the message continues. And God called the firmament heaven. And the evening and the morning were the second day. Keep on going. I'm not sure what. And God said, let there be waters under the heaven to gather together unto the place. And let the dry land appear. So all this one, land has not come. And God said, let there be waters under the heaven. Be gathered together unto the place. So all from Genesis 1, all the way to 8, earth has not come. Your trouble is too small for God. No, he's too powerful for you to put him in a teacup. So you see, when these guys were doubting him, that was how some people doubt him, but he couldn't even hold it against them because of covenant. He said, Abraham, as for me, my covenant is with you. Oh, oh yeah, dear man, yeah. Because God's greatest pain is when you doubt him. Anytime you doubt him, you give him pain. Because when you doubt him, you are, telling, you are saying that he's lying. His greatest pleasure is when you believe him. Anytime you believe him, you give him pleasure. Amen. That's all. That is why, if you look at Jesus, if you want to, Jesus said, anyone who has seen me has seen the Father. Huh? The centurions don't come under my roof, speak the word only. And Jesus gets excited and says, Ah, I've never seen such a great faith. He's just excited that you believe him. Once you believe God, you give him excitement. Once you doubt him, you give him pain. His greatest pleasure is to be believed, his greatest pain is to be doubted. Once you doubt him, he started having pain. I mean, the only way you give God pain is when you are doubting him. Once you believe him, he's excited. Amen. 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 I said amen. amen. Receive grace never to doubt again. Because until when he came to the people who were doubting, he asked Sarah. You know, Sarah laughed because the Legon people told him that he's in menopause. The professors told him that Sarah, you are in menopause. Then he came back and he said, Sarah, is anything too hard? It means that you don't know the capacity of my power. One day, ask Moses, you say you are a stammerer. Who has created math? You see, when God sent you to go and do something, you say you can't do it. Do you know that when Moses went there, they didn't let Aaron talk? Nobody talked. The Bible never said he's stammerer. He said, hey, let my people go. Most of the trouble that Moses has because he allowed Aaron to accompany him. It is dangerous for God to call you to do something alone and you have an accompaniment. You can read it through the Bible throughout. The only problem Abraham has is in life is a lot. Leave your father and your mother and go to a land I will, know, I will show you. He didn't say pass through the family house and pick a lot. No, he didn't hear me. Hallelujah. He didn't say that. No. Can you imagine? The first person that broke the major sin in their journey was Aaron. Who received the people's earrings and did a God for them and said, this is the God that delivered you. If Aaron didn't come, that thing wouldn't have happened. Who have you accompanied in God's assignment that God didn't ask you to take them? There are times he specifically asks you to go with somebody in the New Testament. Separate me, Barnabas and Saul, so that they're there. Now, interestingly also, when God also put you together, you separate his trouble. Wow. When Barnabas separated himself from Saul, we never heard of Barnabas again. Wow. Read your Bible. Never. Barnabas was the one who introduced Saul to the apostolic team. But after he cut off because of the battle on John Mark, nobody heard of Barnabas again.
So if God connects you, don't disconnect. And if God disconnects you, don't connect. Give the Lord a clap of it. It's a good one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Put people together for a reason. Ma, 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 ma. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you getting it? Yes. Now look at this one. So this Holy Spirit. Let me come back to where I was. What are some of this major work? First time, I don't think it is possible for God to use clay to create kidney and intestines. I don't think. Brebo, Bonyoma, I don't think. One breath, one breath created all of them. That is why the book of prophecy were created by the Holy Spirit. So actually, when God breathed all the kidneys and the veins, because you can't use create to create veins, digestive systems, one breath, man became a living soul. The Holy Ghost at work. He is the one who helped us to become a living soul. All the word could do, and the Father was to create. But for living, for us to receive life, it came by the Holy Spirit. Watch this. So you see that thing, that happened. And Adam began to wake up. And they call Jesus the last Adam. Do you know why? If we sin in a garden, and we were cast out of the garden, then the one that will redeem us he must have the nature of the first Adam. I told you some time ago, repetition is a matter of learning. Jesus Christ separated Adam from every race. In terms of even anointing, I don't think anybody can be anointed than Adam. But it also teach me that Satan is not afraid of anointing, else he won't go to the Garden of Eden. Adam was anointed to name animals in the sea. Without diving there and swim. So Adam's anointed eye could scan the sea. And see Bosu and Posna. So Adam looked at him and said, you are called Posna. You are called shark. You are called whale. Under the sea, catfish, tilapia. Adam came to the black voter and named tilapia. Look at Matthew chapter 11, verse 11. Let me show you something. Jesus said about Adam. He never mentioned Adam's name. But you need revelation to understand. Verily I say unto you, among them that are born of what? Women. Adam is not in the class. Because he doesn't have a mother. This is the scripture that separates Adam from every human race. Jesus was talking about the greatest person on earth. And he said that, among them that are born of women, there is nobody greater than John the Baptist. The only person who is not in this story is Adam. Because he doesn't have a mother. <laughs> Among the born of women, there is nobody greater than John the Baptist. This is the scripture that separates Adam from all human race. He said that he is a different person from her. I must adopt his name to come and live on earth. So Jesus is called the last Adam. So watch this. If Jesus is going to save us, then whoever is coming must come in the nature of the way Adam was created. And because Adam was not born by a sperm, Christ cannot be born by a sperm. 
Now, what's the difference? Adam was created by clay. The second Adam, God said, okay, I'm not creating again. This is now the prophecy. That's why I said that. 90 plus percent of the prophecy from Genesis has been fulfilled. That is one of the signs that we are close to the end time. The day you heard the lady said, asking an angel, how can this be since I don't know a man? He said, the Holy Ghost will come upon you. He's going back to the Garden of Eden. The power of the highest shall overshadow you. That holy thing shall be called the Son of God. So God created the clay and breathed and become a living soul. This time you look at a woman's womb. Jesus Christ begin to grow. Jesus Christ begin to grow. Jesus Christ begin to grow. Are you getting the point now? So the two differences, the first Adam and the last Adam. So the first Adam, breath brought him alive. The second Adam, breath entered a womb. Oh, somebody is learning something here today. Hallelujah. And bam, he was created. So that makes him the Messiah. That one should be the conviction that Jesus Christ saves. Because he was not produced by a sperm. Every other religious master was produced by a sperm. This is what made Jesus qualified to save us. It's beyond reasonable doubt. You cannot challenge it. If Jesus was born by a sperm, I would question my salvation. Now, let me show you another thing about the Holy Spirit. Jesus trusted the Holy Spirit and committed his life to his son that when he died, he would raise him. If the spirit of him that raised Christ from the dead. Powerful. So, even in the resurrection, the Holy Ghost played a major part. If the spirit of him that raised Christ from the dead. So when Jesus was dying, one of his confidences is that the Holy Spirit will bring me back to life. I'm just teaching you the things the Holy Ghost has done. Watch this. Luke chapter 4. After he breathed into the woman, and so, oh, Jesus Christ is amazing. Amazing. He was conceived by the Holy Ghost. And in Luke chapter 1, it says that, and Jesus being full of the Holy Ghost. If you, something conceives you, the thing will fill you. That is why you cannot be born again without the Holy Spirit. Yes. It's not possible. It's the one that saves you. All the guys that worked with Jesus three and a half years, they were not born again. No. If any of them died before Christ, mm -hmm. they could have gone to some place, maybe paradise. So you see, paradise eh, is not in heaven. Paradise is on earth. It was a place God kept people who walked with him until Christ paid the price for salvation. So watch what Jesus described paradise. He said, the rich man died and went to hell. It means that hell is down somewhere. And Lazarus went to heaven and was in Abraham's bosom in paradise. But between paradise and hell, they can talk. There is a communication. It's on earth. And the, Jesus said in the parable that between you and others, there is a gulf. It means a pit. Mm. Heaven doesn't have a pit. So, when, when, when people die who walk with God like Abraham, them, they couldn't go to heaven. Because nobody has ever entered, no human body has ever entered Amen. heaven. The first human body that entered heaven was Jesus' resurrected body. Yeah. How do I know that? Mary, don't touch me. I have not ascended to your father and my father. I must present this body to heaven so that I will give way for everybody to go. 
me. I must ascend there. So he went there before he came back and eat fish when they were in the room and he entered. But the first point after resurrection is that, so interest, Mary Magdalene, he has a very special place because he saw Jesus' body before heaven saw it. First person that saw the resurrected body was a woman. There are some privileged women have there. If you read the Bible, that's why I say every nation that don't treat women well, they don't prosper. If, if you don't handle your wife well, you'll find it difficult to prosper. I can give you 1,000 revelations in the Bible about that. That I know that for me to be successful in the ministry, part of it is that it must depend the way I handle my wife. Look at the complication of a, a deacon or a bishop. Paul said that he must be somebody that keeps his house very well. Paul wrote a lot about the qualification of a bishop and a deacon in relationship to his family. If you can't rule your house well, how can you think you can rule God's church? God loves the family so much. Amen. If you can't handle the family, don't try to handle the church. You must leave it there. Mary saw the resurrected body of Jesus Christ first before he presented it to heaven. Then he came back when Thomas has doubted him. Wow. Jesus doesn't need to be there. Whatever he hears, he hears it. When Thomas was that, he was not there. But when he came, he said, Thomas, come and touch my hand. Mm -hmm. Master, you were not there when I was saying it. I heard it where I am. Watch this. Watch this. So all the guys were not born again. Why? Why are you challenging me? I say, Peter was not born again. Working with Jesus three and a half years. Because the price of salvation has not been paid. If I have not paid for television in game, you can't go and lift it. It must be paid. I went there, pay for you, and I said that, please, I'm sending my, my sister to come and pick the thing. And then I gave you a coupon. You go there and say that, my brother bought a TV here. But if the price has not been paid, then you can't be born again. That is why God sent the people to paradise. So you remember, even when Jesus said that, you went to hell to preach. Yeah. So that you have an excuse why you are in hell. Yeah. Bible says, he makes his, his, his dwelling place with the people in hell. Watch this. So it is when he went to heaven, presented his body, then all the saints who were in paradise had the time to go there. Because until that body is presented, nobody can go there. Holy Spirit, thank you. Now watch this one. I'm sure you are learning something. The devil cannot confuse you again. Hallelujah to Jesus. And then he presented. So Jesus committed his body to the Holy Ghost to raise him up. But after that, watch this. Before even he started his ministry, before the resurrection, he said that. And Jesus, being full of the Holy Ghost, returned from Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness. It's this Holy Spirit that moved him to go and fast. Oh, somebody didn't hear what I said. I said the Holy Ghost did what? Move him to go and do what? Somebody say fast. He was led. A push him. Have you ever felt like I said, be something? He was compared. So the Bible said, Look at the word, and 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 was led by the spirit into the wilderness. Now look at how he started his ministry. He couldn't, he, he never started his ministry until he made sure the Holy Ghost has come upon him. Luke chapter 4. Luke chapter 3 verse 21. Now when all the people were baptized, it came to pass that Jesus also being baptized and praying, the heavens was open. Mm. And the Holy Ghost descended in a bodily shape like a dove upon him. And a voice came from heaven which said, Thou art my beloved son. 
in whom I was. Later, Peter said that we were there. We witnessed it. We heard that voice. Jesus never starts his ministry without this encounter. So look at what he told the disciples. Don't think when I send you to two and you come back casting demons, you can go there. That one, it was a borrowed anointing. You don't have the Holy Ghost. I have it. I gave you a little bit to go and preach. But because I'm going, when you came back, I just come back to me. So tarry at Jerusalem until you be endowed with power. Oh, somebody give the Lord a clap and a shout. Give the Lord a clap and a shout. Don't move. Don't move. Don't. Don't go and do ministry when you show God has not called you. I am walking you through the Holy Spirit. No. Don't. Tarry at Jerusalem. Until the thing come, don't go. Why must we not go? Oh, no. Master, we can go. No, don't go. Why? Because I'm sending you like sheep among wolves. And without the Holy Ghost, the wolves will eat you up. Because when you go and the wolves come like a flood, it is the spirit inside you that will lift up a standard. There is something about, look at this, look at this, look at this, look at this. This is powerful. This is powerful. Yeah. Can you imagine? Without the Holy Spirit, Peter, who was not born again, was threatened by a little girl and he swear that he doesn't know Jesus. I'm going to show you something about the Holy Ghost. I'm going to show you the reason why you are so afraid. It is possible you are not failed. The feeling is in meshes. Mm -hmm. I have never seen this man in my life. Three times. But after the day of Pentecost, this was a little girl. He was standing before the Sahindri. They said, don't preach. He said, judge for yourself. A little girl, Sahindri, which one should you be afraid? If the Holy Ghost has not come, don't die it. He told the Sahindrin that, do you know the Sahindrin? He said, we brought you to Castle. And he said, don't preach again. And he looked at the cabinet and said, judge for yourself. We better obey God than man. Without the Holy Spirit, you are going nowhere. No. Don't try to do things people are doing. Because you may not carry what they carry. Jesus Christ never started, and the Holy Ghost descended like a body, a bodily shape, like a dove upon him. And a voice came from heaven and said, Thou art my beloved son, in whom I'm well pleased. Look at the next verse. Watch this. You love this one. And Jesus himself began to go about, uh, begin to be about 30 years of age, and be as supposed the son of Joseph, which was the son of Heli. And then they brought his descendants, and the Bible says he began to preach and say, Repent, for the kingdom of God is at hand. So he never go to preach without the Holy Spirit. Could it have been possible? It was God all right. The problem we have in the body of Christ now is people who have gone there without the Holy Ghost sending them. If God has not called, you go and do business. Either it's an anointing or it's something else. I told you both God and the devil are looking for people to use. Whatever you make available, he will use you. Amen. The Holy Spirit. Somebody said the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit. 
Okay, now, so, let me give you some things about the Holy Spirit. Let me give you. It's an old news, but you love it. Number one, the Holy Spirit helps you. He's your helper. How many of you want a helper? Romans chapter 8, verse 26. Tell somebody, the Holy Ghost is our helper. The Holy Spirit helps us. He helps every one of you. Without him, you can receive. Likewise, the Spirit also what? Helping. So he's our helper. He's our helper. It depends on which area you want him to help you, but he's your helper. Without the Holy Spirit, you cannot accomplish anything. He helped Jesus fulfill his ministry. He helped Jesus do all kinds of things. So who is your helper? Not your uncle in America. Not your husband. If you take your eyes away from your husband's pocket and put it in the Holy Ghost pocket, your pocket will be full. That's all. How many of you want helpers here? So it depends. Are you having a shop at Marata? Who should help you to run the shop? Are you doing real estate? Who should be your helper? Do you know who is helping us build the Porter City? Number two, he guides you. Who needs guidance? Mm-hmm. John chapter 16, verse 13. He guides you. Somebody say guide. Uh-huh. Akwanchere. Akwanchere. He guides you. No. The Holy Spirit cannot choose a wife for you, but he can guide you to the right one. Holy Spirit doesn't propose. No, I it doesn't. But you saw this, you saw this, you saw this, you saw this. Without the Holy Ghost, this is what you do. See, 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 see. Now they could see, but the onion is to say, bam. It may not necessarily be that all of them are wrong, but not all of them can be compatible. Number two, this four ladies here. These four ladies, if you put them to marry men, some can be good marry a pastor. Mm-hmm. But some, one of them can be good marry a businessman. Yes. And one can be good marry a farmer. Yes. So we are talking about compatibility. Yes. And because he knows everybody's heart, he can tell which one will work with your heart. So he's a guide. A guide is somebody who leads you to a place you are there, but you don't know your way out. You are in a place all right, but you don't know where, where to pass. John chapter 16, verse 10. How bit when he, the spirit of truth has come, he will guide you into all truth. And if you don't get him as a guy, you will be led into the lies. Yeah? So you need him to guide you in your business. When you are going to bring things in China, he must guide you which particular Chinese man to work with. So me, when I'm traveling, I use him as a holy. I remember we went to China to buy some things. And then when I was saying, Lord, this place, this country is big. Guide us, Holy Spirit, to who is the right person. Some of you have never been able to do that. No. He's a guide. There's something called tall guide. You, you, are in the, you are in the country, all right, but you don't know your way out. But somebody guides you and tells you, go here, go here, go here. So Holy Ghost knows where you are going, and he knows your destination. You are trying to go there, but you don't know there, so he guides you. Bismarck has proposed. John has proposed. Brother Senene too has proposed. 
Lord, which one? One is a pastor. One is a doctor. One is engineer. According to her, there's even a businessman. Amen. You are in trouble. Because your eye can only see now. It can't see tomorrow. Some things may appear good now, but they are stinking tomorrow. And so the Holy Ghost is the only one that can tell you that mm, between the doctor and the, even the pastor is a dangerous guy. The Holy Ghost can tell you. People have married pastors and they are being in trouble. Big time. Amen. So you need the guide of the Holy Ghost. Shame coin. Oh, and most of our mistakes in life because we were not guided by the Holy Spirit. Obun Sam say, aha. Satan say, me wini. Me dege ibe chreno. Saul says something in the Bible. Eh? David killed Goliath and Saul promised a particular daughter. When David finished, he didn't give him that daughter. Then he brought to Micaiah. Do you know what God said? Let's give Micaiah to marry so that you become a snare in his life. So you can marry a man or a woman, you become a snare. A snare means you have been entrapped. Vice versa. And no, no, I can't share him by book back. Me beat me, I left you. Anything you can't change, you need grace. Am I saying something? Are you, are you, am I saying something? Yes. Yeah. The Holy Spirit teaches you. He's your teacher. He helps you. He guides you. And he teaches you. You see the way I am preaching? Maybe, uh, 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 you see the way I'm preaching? And then I am, you see, anytime I, I have PowerPoints like this, it means it's a book. I'm just trying to give you the PowerPoints of the book. To write a book, you must have the PowerPoints at the day before you start writing. Hallelujah. But if not, I'll preach it. So this is what I'm teaching you. The Holy Ghost is what? Your teacher. John chapter 14, verse 26. What did I say? The Holy Ghost is what? Your teacher. But the comforter, which is the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things. How many things? How to marry. How to do business. How to kiss your wife. Oh, who said he can't teach you that? Some people, when they say you may kiss your bride, it's the first time they are trying. If I've been in to me yet, but say no, I'm hugging. I went to a wedding, kiss your bride, no, I'm hugging. Also, for say, hey, Kati, I don't know the difference between hug and kiss. And I mean to me, I hug. Me say, you may kiss your bride. No, the theater come. I said, no, sir, then, did I say lie on the pillow? He teaches you all. how many things does he teach you? Oh, how to do business, how to build your house, how to raise your children. Yes, you say it is not enough to go to school. 
and finish second degree, there is another teacher you need. No professor can give that one to you. I am preaching today. You need the Holy Spirit to teach you how to. Even the children, eh? You need the Holy Ghost to. One of the things I saw, if you don't take as a parent, eh? Don't let your children sense that you love this one than this one. Dangerous. And you need the Holy Ghost to help you. There are parents who have divided their children. The children don't like one another because of the parents' attitude. When he, the spirit of truth, has come, he will teach you all things. But he teaches people who has a teachable spirit. If you don't have a teachable spirit, he doesn't teach you because he moves in a still small voice. He's not shouting. He's not screaming. He will tell you small. Papa, he will call. What's in the camera? First, I like there is no child of God who is going to danger that the Holy Ghost will not warn you. But okay, one, two, no, and no, I redraw. That is because he's a gentle person. He will teach you all things. I'm teaching. Hallelujah. <laughs> you will love this one. Not only does he teach, he speaks. The Holy Spirit, that's what speaks. Huh? The Holy Spirit speaks. Revelation chapter 2, verse 7. He speaks. He speaks. He speaks. Catch your bisa on Kokro Kasa. No, God talks more than. How do you know God talks? Look at the Bible from Genesis to Revelation. It shows the way God talks. When you open the Bible, it tells you it is a documentation of things God has said. He that has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says. So the Holy Spirit speaks. But you must have a hearing ear to hear him. The next point I'm going to give to you is interesting. Let me say that before I get there. He's the only person you have to please on earth. Isn't it? But let me give it to you in advance. Because I need to say that to make a point. He speaks. If you please him, your struggles has ended. He that has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says yes to the churches. So the Holy Spirit speaks. Tell somebody, Okasa. 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 Okasa and Nikratin co business together. Okasa, I can't turn a wood to the postponing. No, I see that to be a quam was a change. And the Holy Spirit speaks, He guides. Salum Yako, you tea and cohobium. 
Ukoba no tree ni ni ne tutu. They forbidden in such tutu. Jiwa no nyam. Then if you all you good trees, we gaman can watch you. Unka ame ne nyami hu mabo. We gaman can ina odi we ifa. And now, who is utility call? Cabade, you are calling Some men like long hair. They told you, I had them to do as what problem. Oh, girl, we don't have a problem. All our problem because we, we despise his voice. We ignore his voice. Anytime you ignore him, you are in danger. This is our greatest responsibility. It can happen to a nation. It can happen to a president. One president will hear the voice of the Holy Ghost and change the destiny of a country. That's all. I'm telling you, he speaks. The Bible says, "Your wife, son, and a unti." One or two are only aso. Be our son. They are so bad that Jesus cannot. A friend of spiritual years. So the greatest training you can give to your Christian work is the ability to discern the voice of the Holy Spirit. Hear his voice. Every powerful man of God in the world who is making waves and God uses them mightily. One of their secrets is that they hear the Holy Spirit. They hear. If you don't hear the Holy Spirit, don't come to ministry. You'll be in trouble. No. What are you going to preach? Because he's the best preacher. No. If you preach without him, you are an entertainer. People's life will not change. Because you don't say anything sensible. It's the Holy Ghost that takes the word and puts his power upon it and make it change people's lives. Yes. When you are hearing me from the nations of the you are a pastor, it's time to seek the spirit. Don't just go and copy notes from internet and come and download. Make sure it's the Holy Ghost giving you the word. That's what it is. When you preach one sermon, how long does it take you to prepare another one? If the Holy Ghost is in you, Jesus said that you don't need to learn what to say. When you go there, the Spirit will give you what to say. So you need the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. How many have you got in now? Four. It's four. The Holy Spirit speaks. The Holy Spirit reveals. Or Daniel Medi. First Corinthians chapter 2, verse 10. Amen. Amen. Oh, I've done it several times. Lee, sometimes I've hide something and I can't remember where I put in it. One day, Bimishi Shadisa. Then I, I could hear. And he, the, you see, his gentility, eh? you don't know what he told me. He said, why are you so struggling? You, you didn't ask me to tell you where is this. I said, I'm sorry you are there. I said, can you, can you show me where I placed this one? He didn't mind me. He said, go and sleep. He told me to go and sleep. 
I went to lie down. When I close my eyes, if I'm sleepy, as if I'm dreaming, and I could see that I'm opening a particular drawer and putting the thing inside. I wake up when they open the thing was there. So. He reveals. But God has revealed them unto us by. Oh. Let's read the pretest. Let's go to verse 9 and watch this. You understand? But as it is written, I have not seen, nor yet heard, neither have he entered into the heart of man. The things which God has prepared for them that love him. So what has God prepared for you? You can sit here and Holy Ghost will show you your tomorrow. Period. Period. You can be so guaranteed about it that you are not afraid the devil will kill you. Because it has been revealed. Ah, Can you imagine? God anointed somebody as a king and sent him to the bush. He's not afraid to kill Goliath because I've not become a king yet. And I know God cannot lie. The one of the reasons David faced Goliath is that I have been anointed as a king. I have not ascended to the throne. I can't die until I become a king. So not even Goliath can kill me. But as it is written, I have not seen, yes, I have not heard. Neither has he entered into the heart of men. The thing which God has prepared for them that love him. Go to the next verse. But God has revealed those things. The things he has prepared, he has revealed them unto us by his spirit. For the spirit searched all things, yea, the deep things of God. So, without the Holy Spirit, we are going nowhere. Hallelujah. He will tell you where to put your shop. He will tell you the land to do your real estate. He is the one, in fact, let him register your company. Let him give the name of your company. When we came to Porter, do you know the name I gave? I called it Zion City. The Holy Ghost said, did I give you that one? Do you remember? I am not afraid to change when God is correcting. Quickly, I came back to them. Do you know the revelation? God has revealed them to us by his spirit. So God must reveal to us by your spirit. Now, let me show you something. Interestingly, the Holy Spirit is the only person who is in you and by your side. How do I know it's in you? If the spirit of him that raised Christ from the dead dwelleth in you. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord will lift up a standard. So it's in you and it's by your side. The Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit. The third person of the Godhead. Yeah. Because he alone knows tomorrow. No baby, I'm not worried so far. Marry a pastor is a calling. Not because you can preach. No, you can be a preacher. That doesn't mean you are a pastor's wife. Pastors don't look for preacher; they look for wife. You don't marry for where you are. You must marry for where you are going. Yeah. There are some women in the church. Eh, they can only marry a businessman. Because there are some girls. They want attention. And because of the attention in nature, they can't marry a pastor. Because a pastor has a divided attention. No. That's how you have that type now. You three more dinner and your man found. 
If you are extremely jealous, you can't marry a pastor. Because girls will be hanging around and call daddy, daddy, daddy. Now we mean we mean no me cruiser. So no, I come about say pam 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 pam. Okay, you say for nothing. You must watch your son. Oh, be or dear, oh, by your son, on farm now. I will show you that it's the Holy Ghost that heals you. I will show you that the Holy Ghost that cast out demons. Jesus said, if I cast out demons by the Spirit of God, it is it is not come out. It's the Holy Ghost that make the demons come. Ah. You come there. So if you are not filled with the Holy Ghost, you can't cast out a demon. They will not respond. Now, this generation, we don't even talk about him. Most of the church, he has to walk out. So we are left with entertainment and acrobatic display and gymnastic. He can walk out of a church. You would think he's there. When he walk out of something, something thought you're still with him. There is nothing fearful in life than when the Holy Ghost walk out of you. It is better you are never anointed than having anointing and losing it. You will grind pepper. Something anointing called no tree meku. The cool meku. Something a boss no tree. I are a So anointing qua would be tree meku. It is better you are not anointed. One writer described it like vomiting and eating your vomit back. Backsliding. He can walk out. He can be grieved. He can be offended because he's a person. Lift your two hands and say, Holy Spirit, this afternoon, I come with a heart of repentance. That anywhere I have grieved you and I have offended you by the blood, cleanse me, forgive me, wash me. I appropriate the righteousness of Jesus Christ over my life. Thank you for forgiving me. I promise you that from today, I will obey you. In Jesus' name. God bless you for listening. I hope you enjoyed this message. For further inquiries, contact World Prayer Center, PO Box GP21421, Accra, or telephone plus 233 303 413 703 or plus 233 303 413 705. Email us on info at wpcministries.org or visit our website at www.wpcministries.org.